I think that the whole world <laughs> failed. <laughs> this year so it was a year of big achievements big positives but also horrible negatives at the <laughs> same time so it, it was very in extremes hello everyone and how are you doing guys welcome back to the next episode of our podcast with ioana which we still don't have a name for and it's almost the end of 2020 for those of you who is new here we are running a podcast about ux design we're talking literally like we are having a coffee and just discussing normal design things and today right now i think it's it's december 15th i think it's time for us to start reflecting on this whole crazy freaking year if i may say so and so yes the topic of the today's episode is how this whole year has been for us what were our highlights of the year and also what are our plans or intentions for the next 2021 year but before we dive into the topic actually there is one huge hyper announcement that ioana probably has to say i'm not gonna do this anymore ioana the floor is yours <laughs> <laughs> so hello everyone uh thanks for tuning in and yeah i have quite a big announcement to make which actually i, I kind of feel weird announcing this but because uh, it, it feels very personal on one hand but at the same time it's like the biggest event in my life so i feel like sharing it with the world uh i uh welcomed uh, my baby girl one month and a half ago so far this one month and a half although exhausting and uh extremely intense <laughs> uh ha it has been a really beautiful time for me and a time of discovery self-discovery life discovery i don't know it was it was very it was beautiful And I also wanted to know if you feel yourself like a different person or it's just like an extension for your life right now. I love this question because I ask this question of myself every day because because I'm trying to I'm actually trying to understand or reflect on dissect uh, unpack what's happening but it's really hard because there there's so many things happening at the same time so I have to uh make sure that this little human being survives which is very <laughs> it, it it causes a lot of anxiety and it it's continuous it, it it's not easy at all but at the same time i'm also looking at myself and how i uh, evolve in terms uh, of uh, in, in relation to this experience and then i'm also paying attention to my relationship and how it changes and my partner how he's different and how uh, he's living this experience himself so it's 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 a lot of things to there's a lot of things to process and i just feel at this moment after one month and a half that i'm not making any sense of anything <laughs> but i do feel that um i'm 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 changing in a way that's kind of more uh selfless if you want so i was very much a very competitive very career oriented person uh very much about doing and every day i don't know having this uh achievements daily and going after goals and going after targets and on this continuous race and now i feel like i'm slowing down a little and i'm being more present and i've become more mindful all of a sudden so it's it's like i'm i am a different person after it's just it's amazing that this kind of experience just catapults you into a different perspective on things So this is what ha- what happened this episode will be absolutely interesting in terms of us 
discussing our plans for the next year because I feel like we are now on those different opposite like sides of the river <laughs> whereas what you have just described like I'm competitive I'm trying to achieve my goals this is like what I have prepared for this episode everything about the goals and stuff and hustle and blah blah and you're like present mindful and I feel like oh yes this is what we need to discuss now <laughs> this is <laughs> <Yeah>. very interesting <laughs> yeah it's exactly like two sides of the same story and I think that probably where we're gonna get that where I hope we'll be getting at is that you can have both but mm -hmm. yeah right now we're maybe in two extremes so you're very on the <laughs> career motivation side and I'm very much on hey just forget the career for a while enjoy <laughs> this event in your life in the back of my mind, sometimes when I'm running through the day, almost like a hamster in a wheel, I do, you know, I cut myself in this thought that what if I would have a baby right now? This is just impossible. Like this whole thing, everything I'm doing would be, I'm not going to say like irrelevant, but it will be impossible. And I don't know how important it would be, but it's just like sometimes I have the thought in my head. What if I would have a baby right now? Everything I'm doing would be just impossible to do or even not important to do at all. And I, I'm almost freaked out even when I start thinking about this future potential <laughs> for my life. Yeah, um, I so. was actually exactly the same because I was very attached to my career. And for me this year, so the pregnancy was actually a time for a lot of anxiety because I was very afraid of this change. And I know that I used to discuss this with my mentor and my friends and my partner and everyone, what's going to happen to my career, I'm going to be removed from the, so it was, it, it was a very, very big problem for me having to reconcile uh, the baby with the career, but I'm, I'm now hoping I'm optimistic enough to <laughs> feel that at some point I'm going to be able to get back on the hamster's wheel. Okay, let's now try to dive into the actual topic of this, of this episode. And I think I would have to divide this episode into two main blocks. One is really all about this last year, 2020. And let's just face it, this year was not easy, was not pleasurable, was not a good one. <laughs> And I assume that most of us would love to forget this year for some time now. Uh, however, we still need to try to find good things in this year and sort of um, look back with positives, but also maybe reflect on what can be done better in the next year. So on this note, I think what if we start with the question that goes like, Ioana, what are your top three achievements in 2020? And I know already the one achievement, number one achievement, but I still want to hear your reflection on even through the, all the hardships of this year, what do you think was three highlights and three main achievements in 2020 for, your, for yourself? Yeah, so indeed, the number one achievement is, uh, well, I, I always thought of people that are parents, like they make so much out of parenthood they talk about their kids all the time and it uh, it, it's, it it becomes uh, such a, an important part of their identity and they lose their identity their professional identity and I don't know I always hated this from from the other side but now that I'm on that side I kind of understand everyone because <laughs> indeed you are drawn completely in this experience so you lose yourself in this experience so at least in the beginning when you actually have to so it's like it's uh, it's evolutionary it's important from an evolutionary perspective so yeah but um indeed my daughter is my biggest achievement not only this year but in my life so far although I'm very attached and uh and uh, grateful for my career so far and I love it it's it comes second to my daughter 
so mm-hmm. far. Maybe, I don't know, maybe in a few years, I'm going to say, you know what, having kids is overrated and it was fun for a few <laughs> months. On. But then, yeah. But, <laughs> I don't uh, believe that. Achievement number two and number three then. Yes. Um, number two is actually a very personal one. Uh, it's on a personal level in the sense that um, I was very afraid to be myself in 2019, especially in the social media space. So I I was um, very, I don't know, controlled and um, censoring everything and trying to filter the information that's out there and not having my opinions expressed directly for, for the fear of not being judged and so on and um, hiding myself for a very long time on the social media just because I didn't want people to say that oh, she's sharing photos mm-hmm. with her face and this is not a professional account and so on and so yeah. I had a lot of fear in 2019 and I feel like in 2020 I managed to overcome those fears to be myself to show myself to be more authentic and to be if you want true to myself mm-hmm. in a way so um yeah this is something this is the most the second most important thing that has happened this year and the third thing is that uh, it's a more practical one because i wanted to choose something that's a bit abstract and uh, mm-hmm. emotional and interior if you want and something exterior is the fact that uh, in my job at uipath um, in the beginning of the year we set out to redesign to completely redesign the product i was working on and uh, I just found out I was pregnant and I thought that I'm not going to be in the mood for this huge project that's on my hands. And I was actually the only designer. Wow. Um, but by the end of the project, I managed to engage some other designers in the process and, although, and also get uh, support on research side. So uh, although a couple of months I was just by myself, at the same time, I felt like I'm not going to be able to pull it through to get this redesign uh, uh, to ha- to make this redesign happen but uh yeah since we're talking achievements I I actually did <laughs> in so. the end and yeah so I managed to completely redesign the product with which was a very technical and complex and uh, big product if you want and it's now live since November and uh yeah wow. I'm very proud of it congratulations yeah. congratulations Thank for you. so many babies for this in this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we also joked in my UiPath themed of uh in my in the product team we joke that actually the redesign is my second baby and we were wondering which one comes first so i'm really curious to hear your achievements oh my god it's very hard to talk about my achievements after your beautiful speech <laughs> so my achievements and and literally this is exactly the difference i was thinking that we will have and i think that this the difference is really there that your your achievements or your insights on this whole year with achievements were really like internal and 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 life-changing and really external internal and life-changing whereas for me it was honestly just a little bit more again milestones and practical and life in the project-based type of tempo or pace um so my achievement number one and and it's interesting because um Obviously, we didn't do the podcast last year, but the goals for this year were absolutely different for me. And I had some more ambitious projects in my plate, whereas 
In fact, and in reality, I realized that I'm only able to do the projects I'm dragging from the previous year. And my biggest sort of achievement is the project I finally finished in 2020, which was this online course that I guess everybody knows already about. <laughs> so it was really big. And honestly speaking, it felt a little bit strange to me because I was planning to finish it back in 2019. And then I was thinking, okay, I will take one more, two more months maximum to finish it in 2020. But 2020 met us with a lot of unexpected changes and also with me being unable to manage my time really nicely uh, or really like realistically. So in fact, I finished the course not in February, but only in the middle of the year, like in June, literally when the course was one year old. So I finished my better one year after the launch only. But if I think about it, it's really, it sounds like, hey, come on, just do this project, you know, spend some time and do this. But when you think about it and try to kind of decompose it into, into some sort of things with goals into building it, it's just insane how much things you can do together with this, let's say, off, like full-time job and other things. So I, I'm really kind of proud of the fact that I was able to do so many things on my own, like you know, this community that you have to support, a new page that you have to build, update the websites, Instagram page, prepare the exams, prepare the test, you know, like certificates for everybody, support and, and manage every student and give them, you know, all the information and um, support needed. We have online calls every once in a while. So like, if you start thinking about it, it sounds like, yeah, just finish it. But when I think of how many things that has to be done was there it just feels like it's never ending and it's 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 huge and also it's as a part of it um i think it could be included in this sort of achievement it was like we had three mentoring groups which was about 14 people so also i think the huge part of this year for me was still running an online course. And as much as I was, as I was, you know, ambitious and planning to do another project and publish another product or do something useful for the market again, I, I felt like this whole year I had to actually focus on the course. And literally until the end of November, I couldn't stop doing things and improving things and, you know, taking feedback and improving this part and this part and this part. This also was to, due to the fact that I'm still doing it on my own. So I think part of my next year goals would be definitely to optimize things in order to make some time for next projects. But I think I'm definitely proud of what I was able to build on my own in terms of this online course. It's definitely like a baby and it's very hard to compare the babies, of course. <laughs> it's a very practical baby, but I think it's still like it's the baby that took me almost two years to pull together. I want to feel like a mission is completed in this yeah. year, at least. <laughs> and I want to add that actually you have all the reasons in the world to celebrate the course because I've seen immense feedback, positive feedback from the people that uh, are attending your course. And I think that it's amazing that you made it by yourself and built everything by yourself and uh, managed to have so many students already. So I think I really, I've been sitting on the bench and admiring you all the time with the UX course. And I think that it's, uh, it's really a reason to celebrate and something that, I don't know, you can always keep in your life from now on. So it's really, it's a long-term achievement. I mean, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of intellectual work. And it's, it's, I think I would have been drained completely by this. So I've always admired you, honestly. I think it's fantastic, really. So congrats so and yeah, yeah, we should drink champagne oh. for that. 
Okay, and and the last two things I want to pull, but it's actually much faster. Um, another small thing, which definitely is achievement for me, was that uh, we got our first apartment. So we just bought this apartment I'm sitting in, and this is like a huge, huge thing for me because I guess three years ago I was traveling. I didn't have even rented apartment. I was like homeless, hitchhiker, doing all the crazy adventures. And now only three years in, I feel like, whoa, we just bought an apartment. This is extremely different for me. Like it's definitely a new feeling, new, new emotion and kind of feeling that I'm settling in finally. And it's, we bought it in Prague in Czech Republic and I'm originally Ukrainian. So I'm, I'm still a foreigner here. Um, I still need to learn a language here, but it's, it's this huge thing that you feel like, whoa, this is my first apartment. Um, it's been definitely a huge long process as well to settle down as a foreigner with all the papers and just stuff. And the, I don't even know if I should go into the third sort of achievement because it's all small things. Everything else is just small things, you know. And again, it's so tactical, which I cannot even say there were like a big shift in my mindset or something. It's small things that help me being more efficient at my work. For example, shifting to Figma instead of Sketch, like a new system, new processes, new tools in place. And maybe definitely I feel like a better designer this year. I was I started a new job in a different company, which is extremely technical and extremely stuff that I've never done or thought about in my life. I have no clue about these things. So it's basically, I would just say the third achievement is this designer's growth, both because I lost a job in, this, in the beginning of this year. And then I was doing a lot of freelancing and then um, starting a, a new job in 2020, which definitely brings in a lot of, a lot of growth in, in terms of, you know, learning to, to manage it remotely. So it's also like a lot of a lot of things, small things, but not as huge and prominent or life changing probably as it was for you. Yeah, I think that um, before we move on to the next part, I just want to say that I think the structure that we we began with talking about achievements and then the next chapter that I'm going to let you uh, introduce, I think that it's very it's very telling for 2020. So it was a year of big achievements, big positives, but also horrible negatives at the same time so it, it was very in extremes okay let's dive into it then so what were your top three fails of 2020 Ioana yeah so uh fails I think that the whole world <laughs> failed, failed this year so Oops. My, I, I also had my fails alongside this big fail that was uh the coronavirus crisis um, on a personal level I think I also something similar to what you shared I had a lot of plans for 2020 and uh, maybe I got demotivated because of the corona crisis maybe I got uh, lazy because of the pregnancy I don't know what happened but I had not as major goals as uh, you had minor goals like launching an ebook which I had written in January I had it like 80 percent uh completed but it's like December and I still haven't launched it although I think I, I could have launched it at 80 percent and nobody would tell that it's 80 percent <laughs> and that the parts are lacking but I never felt confident or satisfied enough with it so it was it was such a minor thing that I had to do and I didn't do it and it felt like but then I tried not to be hard on myself because, okay, the coronavirus made us all 
confused or maybe not as motivated as we normally were or maybe I don't know it was because of the pregnancy I tried to be gentle with myself but come on it was an ebook and I wasn't able to launch it although I almost finished it and uh, the other the second thing is something quite similar it was not a very big goal it was important to me I, I kind of started it but I didn't actually make it happen it was uh, launching my YouTube channel I just created a YouTube space. I mean, I created the channel, but I have no content uh, whatsoever yet. And I'm going to postpone this goal for 2021. But I don't know, with the baby and all, maybe it's not going to be next year either. But it was also, it was disappointing because it's not, I have, I have all the ideas. I have all the content. I know what I want to say. I know what I want to talk about. But at the same time, I don't get myself to do this. And yeah, I don't know. I I'm think it's not... so normal. It is so normal in 2020. Like it's so many emotional drain, especially as you know that you will have the baby now and 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 the world is, you know, going on fire and every single month we had new new more emotional news happening everywhere. And it was just very hard to be creative and actually, you know, achieve those goals. Yes, yeah. we could set those goals, but actually we are still emotional people and we're still those animals that live not only on the rational side. So it's not always easy to just, you know, say and do this as much as we want. It's sometimes not even dependent from us. Yeah. And actually not being hard on myself leads to the third fail. And maybe the biggest one was the fact that I tried not to be hard on myself, but actually I was very hard on myself <laughs> in the end. So I, 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 was, I, was, I guilt tripped myself very much. I was very judgy with myself that why aren't, why can't you do these very basic goals? And, and the most important one, I think that I didn't give myself the space to enjoy the, the room, the time uh, to enjoy uh, my pregnancy more and to welcome my baby with a more, I don't know, present energy, a more presence. Because for the, for the entirety of my pregnancy, I was super preoccupied with what's going to happen with my career. I have to do as much as I can now. And I took freelancing projects and I took all this, I don't know, partnerships and doing all the things constantly. And that made me distracted from the sure. pregnancy journey from preparing on an emotional and uh, mental level for welcoming my baby girl. So it was all kind of messed up and confusing and agitated. And I didn't really, I wasn't able to give myself a, a F word break, <laughs> to give myself a break this year and just say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be doing all these things. Maybe I'm going to be inactive and I'm going to feel disappointed with myself, but I shouldn't. I just, I should just enjoy this journey. I didn't do that. I was really hard on myself and felt guilty all the time that I'm not working enough. I'm not doing enough and so on. You just said the future scenario of my life. <laughs> what will happen to you as well? <laughs> you, you were saying this and this is, and I was thinking, oh my God, this is so much like me. <laughs> this is exactly what I will do. I know myself. <laughs> but let's hear what happened. Uh, so we know your future. Let's hear your past year. <laughs> um, okay. So first of all, I think it's also coming back to some of the goals I was setting up for 2020. And again, let's repeat it over and over again 2020 was unpredictable so <laughs> let's be um let's be realistic not everything that we wanted to do was possible to do or achieve this year um and funny enough i will actually start this was my third fail 
I have mentioned, but I will start from it um, in the beginning, just because it's funny, but, but I have a very similar goal to your first goal, but it's not exactly the same goal. So I actually also wanted the, the goal of my 2020 was to publish like a physical book. And the issue is that I thought it's so easy to do. I will basically spend half a year writing it, another half a year publishing, launching, etc. it. I didn't even have one page in the beginning of the year. And I was so uh, funny and my ambitious that I wanted to publish it maybe in the, you know, you know, autumn maybe. So right now I can definitely say, and I know about it. I know this about myself. I'm extremely optimistic with my ambitions and my goals. But right now, yeah, I definitely should say that it's not just the fail that I didn't do this. I didn't even start writing it. It's the fail that I was... Um, I guess, naive to think that I can do this in one year without, uh, yeah, with, with all the, all the time that you have to do spend on the other things. Like, you know, we have this blog and course and full-time job and stuff like this. So it's my fail to be so naive in my ambitions. And I just have to tell this publicly over and over again to myself that I need to be more realistic. I still can never manage my, my real ambitions um, or, or my timeline goals. Um, that's the first one. Second one is that um, I also planned to, well, apart from the fact that, you know, we all plan to travel and be here and there, the whole year we literally planned every month was, you know, you today in US, today in your Valley, and today you're in Mauritius and stuff like this. So the whole year was planned for traveling. And also the whole year was planned, um, I actually wanted to take the course on some sort of leadership with talking at the conferences, running different workshops and stuff like this. And I almost get zero opportunity to do this, first of all, because of the traveling restrictions, but secondly, also because um, I think I just didn't get enough energy to even start pulling it all together. There were opportunities when somebody said, like, do you want to talk at this conference? And I was just unable. I was still running in this hamster wheel, unable to find even 10 minutes of the free time to, you know, prepare some talk or something. So last year, I was, again, ambitious enough to think that I can start talking at the conferences and doing some more leadership things. Um, but I think I've managed only to do two workshops for the community through the whole entire year and few, like, webinars, yeah. So that's not enough. And I definitely feel like, okay, I should have done better. But if I think and look realistically back, back, it was just impossible because the whole time was just filled in with different things. So I should, again, be, be more cautious about not having time and think how can I optimize my things that I'm doing today. And that's another fail that I was not able, I was not able to build the systems, more effective systems to work and operate within so that I can have my free time to focus on other things I really want to achieve. I'm still like in this, you know, support mode, not um, build mode, but I'm in the support mode right now. And if I want to create something new, I just need to completely revamp my lifestyle and, and time and, and calendar as well. And the third fail is, um, I'm gonna be brief here, I failed Instagram completely. <laughs> I failed my, my blog completely. Um, I had a lot of 
sort of goals running into it. I wanted to get to 100K and I wanted to um, have some sort of consistency in my posting. But again, I was not consistent at all. I was posting sometimes once in a month. I was struggling with the style of my blog. I was struggling with the topics. Then in the middle of the summer, something changed with algorithms. So I started losing people instead of gaining new followers. And now I'm in the block of Instagram. It's insane. Like I cannot even post anything because I cannot reach even 10,000 people anymore. So I feel like Instagram was really hard on me. (laughs) It was my biggest frustration this whole year. And um, as we're going to talk about the next goals of the next year, I think I want to really completely move away from Instagram, but let's let's get there first. On this note, I would like to move to the next question uh, for you, Ioana. And I would also like to ask, what um, what are the three goals that you would like to achieve in 2021? Well, the first one is very aligned with uh, the last uh, fail that I mentioned, not being able to take a break, an actual break. And uh, to my biggest achievement, actually, uh, I'm, I'm planning on trying to enjoy my daughter and be present for her to be guilt free in regards to my career and just do whatever I can do without getting too distracted from my daughter and being being there for her first year, I think is important. It's, it's, it matters more than anything. So my biggest goal is to not care about career as much as I did for the rest of my life so far uh the second goal it's quite it's quite a big one actually i'm now in a partnership with um, a design leader from the industry that's working at uh, fitbit that's a design manager and he managed to build a small team and we're trying uh we're actually not trying we're gonna uh, soon launch a ux bootcamp which is actually more of a mentorship program if you want we're also gonna have a curricula but uh, the main uh, value proposition will be around the mentoring so i think that for the students what matters most is that they're supported on a one-on-one level or group level by somebody that's senior Mm -hmm. and can actually guide them on this journey so yeah i'm hoping that i'll be able to launch this school and i know that as i'm as i'm talking i realize that actually my number one goal is very conflicting with my number two goal because launching a school feels like, okay, it's a lot of work and I'm not going to be able to enjoy my daughter. But I think that uh, I'm trying to balance both. And in this project with the bootcamp, I have a good team that I can rely on and they're very supportive of me. And the goal number three is to actually uh, have a more substantial, I don't know how to call it, uh, sophisticated approach on my content. So not just have this very bite-sized and sometimes what I find to be shallow or superficial posts, but maybe create a system, maybe move, Mm -hmm. uh, just like I think I'm anticipating you're going to (laughs) share, maybe other channels, YouTube, finally, I don't know, maybe not even 2021, maybe the next year will be my year for YouTube. However, my plan is to create more meaningful content if you want. So I I think that this is uh, how I'm going to do it. It's not clear, but I know that I feel that I should be um, improving my content game and offering people something that's more valuable and more uh, meaningful. Mm-hmm. So these are my these are my three goals. This is cool. And I'm pretty sure you'll sell in maybe one to three months after the beginning of the year, and you'll manage to do this. Um, and also, it's very important that you have a team, that you have people to support you, to have your back if you need it. So that's very important. That's something I should have done <laughs> or have also yeah, in my journey should. with the course. <laughs> 
you should be doing it from now on. I mean, <laughs> yes. you're at a level of uh, you have too much work to do. You're one person. And I think that I'm hoping that in your goals, I'm going to hear something about that. <laughs> you will. <laughs> exactly. That's great. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the goals or intentions for the next year. And I'm saying the word intentions because now I know that not always you should strive for the goals especially when you never know what's happened next year. Um, so goal number one is still, and I'm still hoping for this, but this time I'm trying to be more realistic, um, is to build at least or write at least the whole book um, of UX. And it's not going to be like another book on the shelf. I think I want to really focus on being or making it really like a practical UX guidebook, something like this, where... It's not just, you know, a mindset. And mindset is important, but we have a lot of books about mindsets. And I really want to focus on how to get started with UX, practic UX practically and how to have this sort of system and plug and play tools in place in one place, in one book, if you will, um, to get started with UX and sort of nail your first project as a UX designer. So that's something I want to focus on. And I've started doing a lot of drafts basically just this month in December. Um, I have things, bits here and there. I have everything in a very, very messy state. So I think with basically in the beginning of the year, I'll take some, I will try to take some off time and um, organize this mess and sort of think of this first days or first part as the discovery journey where I'm kind of going broad and trying to put together every bits that I was getting through the mentorship program we were running with the students from the student feedback students um, sort of struggles and stuff like this and try to really um, go broad with everything I can put there but then of course I will then later in the year I'll try to converge this into more digestible um, information and the most kind of impactful information I want to see there so the goal is basically to at least build that book I'm not going to even say like publish it or and I and actually I'm I'm crazy enough to think that I can do this in a physical form of the book, but we'll see if that's possible. So at least I want to have the content ready. The second thing, and as, as I think you now understand why it is important as well, it's, the, it's having, first of all, support and a system in place for the social media. You mentioned that you want to do like a meaningful content. And um, when I think about what I'm doing right now, I feel like I know what I'm doing and I feel like I know the content I want to keep pushing. Uh, however, it's not organized. It's also always like this chaotic, messy uh, sort of inspiration that comes in and I'm like oh, trying to clean my table and sort of build it in a last minute moment. And it's not very strategic. It's, it's very um, impulsive. It means that I'm not doing it in the right time with the right sort of people in mind and the right maybe even hashtag strategy and stuff like this. So I try to be, I will try to be a little bit more organized with everything. Um, and I will use Figma to build my design system. So have, so I would have like basically everything organized, hopefully, I don't know. Um, and also I'm already looking for uh, support. So for a social media manager for first time ever, which sounds to me a little bit like I'm betraying myself, but, 
we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I honestly want to develop some sort of authentic system together uh, with this person. And actually, in the next three days, I have around seven interviews with the potential candidates. So it's interesting how it goes. I've, I was also reflecting today on how I want to talk to them, what kind of questions I want to ask them to make sure that we are on the same wave. Um, but I'm looking for the person who will be like creatively on the same page with me, but also still experimenting and offering ideas and sort of helping me to move it to the next level um, with consistency organization, as well as um, sort of visual style of it. Um, and that's the second goal. But um, the third goal is again, back to the fails of the 2020 that I want to still kind of pursue my leadership sort of direction. And I want to still do those workshops, at least practice, at least do them maybe once in a month, but I want to make more workshops with the community or with uh, more at work as well, as well as maybe finally start thinking about some public talks, conferences and stuff like this. Basically, this is the level where I need to build enough level, level of confidence in, in what I know and managing the energy in the room, be it a workshop or be it a, a conference room. Uh, but it's something, it's the next challenge I kind of want to put myself into. And now I'm saying this, I'm feeling like I'm freaking out already. <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's, if you feel a little bit freaked out, that's probably the right direction to move forward. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I can't wait for our podcast at the end of 2021, <laughs> where we, we look at these goals and we are going to say, tick them all. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be like, ha, 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 how naive you. <laughs> I expect this from me already. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, we'll do it. Let's hope for the best. Do we want to also discuss a little bit of what are the sort of personal learnings or improvements we also want to see in 2021 for ourselves? Yeah, I think that uh, actually there is one professional challenge that I'm facing ahead and it's it's brought by uh, launching the bootcamp and uh, having to create um, a brand and uh, to be to, to understand how you build an, uh, an educational product, how do you sell it, how do you um, how do you pack it? Like, how do you make a product that's meaningful? So now I'm in this journey of understanding, yeah, actually how to build an educational product. This is it. And also I'm not a good seller. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm a good brand builder. Maybe I was very good at building a personal brand so far, but I'm not sure if I'm able to, to build product brands and so on. So this is an important challenge that I'll be facing next year. Oh, I'm sure you'll and... do great. <laughs> Just let me put my sense, five cents here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. And um, another one is uh, something that I keep coming back to because I have to repeat this a lot to myself because it doesn't come natural. Is actually becoming a more mindful and stable person, if you want. So just like you said, I I I think we're we're very much on the same page. We have a lot of similar points in our personalities, and maybe this is what got us drawn together into building this podcast and so on. Uh, and uh, and all the, the good communication we've had from the very beginning. I think that just like you said, I'm always running, doing things more and more and more and wanting to do this and that and, and, and having a lot of drive and energy levels. But I think that at the same time, this will be exhausting longer term perspective. And I just need uh, to learn in 2021 how to slow down, how to 
quiet down, how to accept that I'm not reaching milestones for a while, nothing's happening, I'm not, I'm not evolving for six months, is this dramatic? I don't know, maybe it's not, maybe I should just embrace it, maybe I'm evolving in other parts of my uh, interior life if you want. So yeah, just being more mindful, present, slow down and disconnect, being able to disconnect. I think this is my, the most important lesson that I'll be uh, reaching for um in 2021 and i i will probably fail so this is my haha moment uh at the end of next year but i have to i have to do it for my daughter and for myself yeah and talking about the the learnings also and it's again as you were just saying like it's also matches with you very well it's one thing which i'm trying to also do for a very long period of my life and it's to learn to not to be too stressful, to kind of chill out. <laughs> it's something that I've realized in 2020 that I cannot stop stressing out on things, even small things, not important things, but I can't help myself. I'm too nervous. I'm paying too much sort of importance to things that are not important if I zoom out and look at them maybe in a few years from now. It's, it's, there are small things, but they let myself to be vulnerable and basically they get in my way. And that's the worst part of it. They don't allow me to be productive sometimes or be creative sometimes or be inspired. They take away, they kill my day sometimes. And that's just bad. And I realized this, which is usually the half part, you know, of the solution, but um, I still can't do anything about it. And I'm, I'm honestly trying, I don't know how, maybe I will need to, some help and, some support at this but I need to learn how to not stress out about small things small things even like you know posting a new post on Instagram and posting you know it doesn't go viral or something small things like or today you do the workshop and it wasn't successful I'm being very frustrated about it or I don't know um, I get refused about some project or something so small things that are not important long term but I'm so used to and I so want to celebrate you know every achievement and everything and put my energy in, into that every small sort of fail makes a toll on me and that's bad because you can't always win you also need to learn to sort of fail and um, stressing out doesn't help at all so this is something I need to work towards a little bit more and also maybe they have things more under control um, yeah this is hard but we'll see how it will evolve later on and um and two more goals, which are more tangible and practical. One is to basically travel like a, a lot. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I don't have a baby, but I have a dog. So that could be a little bit of a problem, but we will see. Honestly, right now, I feel like my dog is my baby. It's taking all the time, all the free moments. As soon as you, I will leave this, this room, it will steal all my attention till the end of the day. So I don't know, but I still want to travel a lot. Um, and also as we got this apartment, I want now to start renovation. So it's a lot of creative energy also into making it your own and um, making it, you know, your favorite apartment that you want to come back and always, you know, feel happy at home here. So it's also another sort of project or evolving that I want to put some energy into. But uh, those small things are more tangible and I hope that um, those are more achievable at least than, than, for example, stopping to stress out. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I want to continue on that note of uh, the, 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 what you've mentioned that you're struggling with, stressing over small things and um, suffering over very minor fails and so on. And I always thought that I have an anxiety disorder and my therapists also all confirmed that I do have an anxiety disorder. So it's, it's a generalized anxiety, but it's being generalized. It's always all over the place. So I'm stressing, just like you said, over very small things that I have to do if my to-do list, actually my to-do list always has, I don't know, 20 items and I'm stressing over each and every one of them. Even making a call to make an appointment is stressing me out. So I've also uh, struggled with this my entire life. I've been in therapy for a couple of years. It, it kind of made it better but it's not gone. I think I have to learn to embrace it and live with it and mm -hmm. accept that this is how I function or I function uh, for most of my life. And it's going to be hard to re reframe things to, mm -hmm. to reset myself, if you want to reprogram myself. But I think that um, I would uh, take this point, take this, uh, I don't know, common pain that we both have, mm -hmm. the anxiety uh, problem and maybe expand on it a little and think of the about the fact that 2020 was a year where I think even the most um, peaceful for people felt certain level of anxiety because of what was happening in the world. And I think that 2020 was the year for anxiety because also the media was pushing us with a, a very... Um, it was a bombardment, if you want, mm -hmm. of, uh, I don't know, bad news. It was, it was overwhelming. And I think that even if you are, I don't know, doing yoga every day and practicing <laughs> meditation and so on, it's impossible that you haven't felt at least a minor level of anxiety. And maybe this is something that we should be all talking about more in the public space and also in the designers' uh, common grounds, uh, playgrounds. We could, we could be talking about how this year uh, has uh, has taken a toll on us, impacted mm -hmm. us, yeah, on a psychological level, and being in a constant state of anxiety can be very draining, and yeah, we pay a price for <laughs> for 2020. Uh, if I were to draw a conclusion right now, it's that it was a horrible year, <laughs> but a very beautiful year at the same time yes, uh, for myself on a personal level at least it's a good perspective on life itself mm -hmm. I mean there's there's always really bad parts but there's also good parts to it so sure. yeah this yeah. is the conclusion I'm pretty sure that it's even good that it happened that you know in a few years from now looking back at it and think like oh wow that year that year <laughs> we will all think that at least it taught us something and it impacted us in, in, a, some, in some levels. We will just need to take some time to understand how exactly. But I think it's good that it happened in a way that we now know what we're capable of. And also we, we all have learned a lot in this year. So now we know what to expect from the worst things, not maybe the worst, worst things, but we know what it could be. And without having this year, we might just not appreciate some good moments you know beauty of normal things like going to coffee for us with the friends or traveling to the nearest city so it's it's the year that would probably make us think a little bit more about and appreciate more small things i guess in our lives i think we can wrap up this interesting episode definitely interesting and definitely quite reflective episode um, and i'm really happy that we have it um, this is probably the most reflecting episode we have so far 
And I do think we should probably have more of those <laughs> in future episodes. Um, especially we should definitely cover the topic about anxiety and emotional uh, or mental health a little bit more again, as we did it in the pre previous episodes, but I think it's a big topic. So thank you so much, everyone for joining. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this whole episode. And thank you for surviving the 2020s, I guess. <laughs> we did it. Okay. We did it. Yeah, we should. This is a, an achievement itself. You know, it should be on the top three. Actually, there's four <laughs> achievements for everyone. At least uh, surviving 2020 is one of them. And uh, I'm hoping that 2021 would be will be more gentle with us. And, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so thank you all and bye. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> bye.